Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 12 of the Well Done Life podcast. Hello, I'm Pamela Davis, and you are listening to episode 12 of the Well Done Life podcast. I am so excited to be here with you guys. It's Sunday, April the 12th at 9.32 p.m., and happy Easter. If you're just joining this podcast, uh, this is the perfect time to join because we're just kind of getting started laying the foundation for our community. I started the Well Done Life with the hope that I would be able to utilize my journey, uh, my experiences, and share them with you under the hopes that maybe there'll be some things that you can learn from and at the same time, some things that I can learn from you by hopefully opening up a creative space where you feel comfortable with me sharing your journey. Uh, right now, you're getting started by listening to me. And with the quarantine going on, unfortunately, I'm not going to probably change up that format for a little while. But soon, I'll bring on other people to the community. And we'll have dialogues and discussions about different experiences in our lives that have made us better or that have taught us lessons that have really given us an opportunity to really change our lives and grow because no one has it all together. And that's what the Well Done Life is about. Everybody sharing their experiences so that hopefully we can just be better and live our best lives possible. So I wanted to hop on tonight. Like I said, it's, resur- um, it's Easter Sunday, um, is Resurrection Sunday. And in the religious connotation of resurrection, you know, this is the time where the tomb was open and Jesus had arisen. Um, and he died for our sins, and we were renewed. So it was funny because I started thinking about resurrection, not in the religious sense, but in the sense that I think at certain points in our lives, we've all gone through little resurrections. We've all had to come back from things that we thought were going to kill us or destroy part of us, and we were better for the things that we've gone through. So I thought I'd kind of delve into that a little bit today because especially now with everything going on with um, coronavirus and every day there's just so much more news, unfortunately, so much more tragedy as we try to flatten the curve and move back into regular life. And like I talked about in episode 11, I still think that there is a lesson that we are all learning in this. It's not necessarily about what we're going to create. It's not about expending a lot of energy Maybe it's about reconnecting back to the things that matter in life versus the things that we necessarily thought that matter. And it's funny how that lends into resurrection because, of course, being the nerd that I am, I looked up resurrection. And according to the Merriman-Webster Dictionary, uh, resurrection is defined as, uh, of course, first, the rising of Christ from the dead, uh, the rising again to life of all the human dead before the final judgment, the state of one risen from the dead, and the Christian science uh, definition of it, a spiritualization of thought, material belief that yields to spiritual understanding. And there's many synonyms that are associated with resurrection. Uh, One of them, or in particular, resurgence, another revival, uh, reanimation, rebirth, regeneration, rejuvenation, rejuvenescence, renewal, resuscitation, revitalization, revival, and and revivification. Excuse me, got stumbled there. And there's so many different ways, like I said earlier, where I think in certain aspects of our lives, we've all gone through little resurrections at certain points in time. Like an example that they gave in uh, Merriman-Webster Dictionary was he was enjoying the resurrection of his career. 
a resurrection of an old theory. So the word resurrection is used in many connotations outside of obviously the ultimate religious connotation. And if you think about resurrection in the grand scheme of it, it kind of lends back also to my prior podcast episode on adaptation. This is a time of adaptation. This is a time of growth, reinvention, resurgence, revival. I really feel like there is something, like I've mentioned before, that God and the universe are trying to tell us. And this is a time for us to prepare and renew. But I think about that also in the times of how, like I said, it's not about necessarily creating something, but maybe it's about moving past certain pains in our life. Maybe it's about reviving certain relationships that we lost because of trivial things. Or maybe it's just a resurgence inside of ourselves. We realize, you know, the things that I was focusing on previously before this happened don't necessarily fit with the person that I am right now and who I think I'm going to be after all this is over. And I need to go in another direction and revive a part of myself that maybe I put away. Like I said, I think we've all kind of gone through different times where we've had resurrections, where we've come back from hard situations. I know myself, one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through was when my father passed away. And I talked about it when we first got started in the podcast journey. Um, But full transparency, when my father died, I lost a very large part of myself. I really did. Um, We were very close and we're a small family and we've just always been together. My father was that person that I called even as an adult for like the littlest things. If I wanted to know how to make something, I didn't necessarily call my mom. I called my dad. No shade to my dad, my mom, but my dad was a much better cook than my mom. And I called him. Or if I needed to do something with my car, he was that person. I mean, he was my first boyfriend. He's my first love. I think all little girls who had that type of relationship with their father, they feel that way. So he ultimately was that person for me. And he was my greatest champion, but also my most clear mirror. He could see in me the things that needed to fall away that I couldn't see in myself. So when he passed away, it really rocked me to my core. And internally, I wound up having to really retreat inside of myself and grieve. But at the same time, it exposed a lot of areas in my life that I needed to get better in. One in particular was relationships. I've always uh, struggled with relationships because my, I think my dad really summed it up really well. I was always that one trying to breathe life into dead situations. And he, my father was always the man to tell me, you know, Pam, you really need to stop breathing life into people who need to stay dead to you. If it's not a reciprocal situation, they're, take, they're, they're draining you. And you're going below yourself to make someone else feel comfortable at the detriment of your happiness. And I couldn't see it all the way through at that point when he was alive. I was much younger. And of course, when you're younger, you tend to think that you know everything. But looking back on it, I recognize 
how true he was, how honest he was, how he saw the queen that I am. Because he always used to tell me, he's like, you have so much going for you. Any man would should be beating down your front door to want to be with you because you bring so much to the table. You're beautiful, you're intelligent, you're kind, you're focused, all of those things. But he said, you keep playing yourself small because you are allowing these dead people that you think because they have all the criteria on the outside and they can talk a good talk are the ones that you should be with when they're really not. They're dead situations. And you need to learn how to let those dead situations go so that you can be your best self. And I would say that it it has taken me a very long time to be able to accept those truths, to be able to understand what he was trying to tell me and how to let a lot of dead situations in my relationships, uh, love relationships, really hinder me and how I needed to let those go. He also used to say that sometimes in regards to people that I associated with as well. Because it's amazing to me, and I'm sure those of you that are parents, um, you probably say, yep, I see the same thing. You can see in your children the people around them that they shouldn't be around. But unfortunately, when we're there in those situations, we allow people who are dead people in our lives, energy vampires in our lives, to cling on to us when we really need to let them go. And there were many a times growing up, and as I got older, where I would, my father would say to me sometimes, in not so subtle, in not so obvious ways, that certain people didn't need to be a part of my life because he could see those dead situations and I couldn't see that. So he always would sometimes say to me, you know, you need to take a moment to really think about the situations in your life that don't serve you. And you need to remove those situations from yourself because every day is an opportunity to move forward anew. Every year, every month, and you have to make sure that you're living your life completely with the right energy around you so that you can live fully and clear. And you're not carrying so much weight because a lot of times when you're around people that you shouldn't be around, you're carrying this weight on yourself that mentally and physically at times can wear you down and that can prevent you from getting to your next level. So you need to be able to take a moment in time to sometimes get quiet, get still, and really look at your life and think about what you want to accomplish and who should be on that journey with you. It's like we we plan so much or we have planned so much to go on trips and we plan so much to be able to get cars and shoes and all these lo- lovely materialistic luxury things, but we don't put that same kind of energy and thought into the people that surround us or the energy that we want to give out and attract for the love that we want to bring into us. It's it, And it's amazing to me how I think that this is part of the time to get clear about those things, to have a resurgence after this of who we are really supposed to be and who we really should be spending our time with and in in doing and spending time with quality time in our lives with and excuse me um about getting jumbled up you know it's just I kind of get passionate about it because it's so important as I've gone into this year and I think I said it in probably in episode 10 or 11 I really felt like this is a year, this is a time 
where time is fleeting. And maybe because I turned 47 this year, so I really, really feel like time is fleeting. But it is. And we are seeing people who are young pass away from COVID-19. This is not a a disease that discriminates. It will come for you at whatever age it, it, it will touch you. So it's like you don't have that time to waste your energy on foolishness or foolish people. So that's why I said in the beginning, it maybe this isn't, like I mentioned, it's not about putting that energy and time and focusing so much on what you're going to create, what you're going to build, what you're going to accomplish during this time. Maybe it's time to heal. Heal not just ourselves physically, but to heal our souls, to heal our emotions, our hearts. Because I think coming out of this, we're going into this new season where you're really going to need to have a quality circle and you need to be strong so that you can be prepared for what's coming next. Because I think what's coming next is going to be very different, very interesting. Because when I was researching about talking about resurrection, I came across this quote and it said, let the resurrection joy lift us from loneliness and weakness and despair to strength and beauty and happiness. And again, it goes back to the original definition of resurrection. This is a time of coming out. This is a time of healing. This is a time of revitalization. This is a time of rebirth and regrowth. The earth is healing. We need to heal physically. We need to heal emotionally. And God knows there's already so many things that we could be doing better physically. And now I notice that there's even more conversation lately in regards to how COVID-19 is impacting the black and brown community so much more than any other community. And how it's because a lot of times we have all these underlying health issues that make us susceptible to being affected by COVID-19. And part of that is because of the fact that there is systemic racism. And no one for all these years that we have gone through has recognized that systemic racism is still in play. And that a lot of times um, black and brown people have to be their greatest advocates for their health. They have to advocate it for it like they're in court, like you trying to fight a case. And I'm speaking that way from experience. I have to fight for my health care. Yes, I would probably be considered middle class that you say, and yes, God knows I'm blessed. I have insurance through my job. That's pretty good. And that will afford me the opportunity to be able to go and take care of myself. But I do that because I make my health a priority. I've learned through watching experiences with my family that I have to make that a a priority. I'm having to fight for my own mother's health care. Um, I understand what that's like. And that's an everyday job. And that everyday job gets taxing and wearing on the people who have to fight it. So I think that that is a, a light that is shone on a deeper issue. And I am hopeful that as a part of this revival resurgence, 
that more conversations and action will actually happen around eradicating the systemic racism that occurs toward black and brown people in regards to health. But I think health is an issue that is a universal problem and not to get political, but I do believe in a universal health system because I think that it's very important as a a light in the world, as one of the leading, most innovative countries in the world that we should not have anyone in this world, in this country, who should be without health care. So that's my political moment. I'm not going any further. I'm not arguing it or debating it either. That's just my personal belief because I feel that we pay enough in taxes and all these other things that we should be able to afford everyone the opportunity to equal health care regardless. But again, I feel like that is something that needs to be fixed that needs to have a resurgence of conversation, a rebirth after this, because again, it's an opportunity to heal and to look at the joy and beauty of life through being healthy physically. But at the same time, it's also like I was starting off about being physically healthy mentally to revitalize a part of ourselves where we've been broken and hurt. And I hope that that's part of what everyone is looking at because we have to think about what this has shown us Like I said, it's shown us about time being so precious. It's shown us that illness can take any of us out regardless of time, regardless on earth. Time on earth, race, gender, it doesn't discriminate. If you're going to be impacted, you're going to be impacted. So that makes me think that relationships that need to be healed should hopefully be healed in this time. And maybe this is a time where we get closer and we're able to be more open and connected to people. But at the same time, we connect with people who motivate us to be our best selves, that support us and encourage us in this next journey and phase. Because like I mentioned, it's going to take a long time for us to heal. And when we heal, the world will probably not look the same. This is a revitalization. This is a new time. So we have to prepare that new time and we have to connect with each other so that we can support each other as we move further in the journey. So it's amazing and very intentional, I guess. That's probably a better word, intentional, that we're having this time to chat right now because this is, again, it's Easter Sunday. This is the day that... Jesus rose from the grave. This is a time of rebirth and rejoice. He died for all of our sins. So the slate is clear. This is our time of resurrection. This is our time of healing. This is our time of loving and encouraging each other and supporting each other and being our best selves on all levels, not just how much material things that we can have, but on a spiritual, physical a mental level. So I hope that we take this moment to heal ourselves. I hope we look at this as a jumping off point to something new, something greater happening because we're all being quieted for a reason. So we have to look at those reasons and be clear about them. So I just wanted to kind of talk about the resurrection a little bit because I think that, like I said, it applies to us in so many different ways and we just kind of have to look at the universe look at the world look at what God is trying to tell us every day and think back to those things inside of ourselves that we need to heal and be better about 
So I hope that everyone starts this week off thinking about, gosh, you know, this is a new start. How can I be better from right now? So if there's something, like I always like to say, it in your heart that you haven't done, take this as your opportunity to go do it. Even if it's the smallest thing, it does not matter because it was placed in your heart for a purpose, for a reason, and you should do it because you never know what door may come open because you took a chance on yourself. So if you would like to please like and share this uh, episode and the podcast with your friends, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are strewn. <laughs> strewn. Are streamed. Excuse me. And I hope that you'll take an opportunity to follow me or connect with me on social media. You can reach me on Twitter at I am L- Pamela L. Davis. Um, reach me on Instagram and Facebook at Pamela L. Davis. Or you can just email me if you'd like at thewelldonelife at gmail.com. And I will put all of my social information, because I've been bad about that before, in the show notes so that you have a way to get in touch with me. And I would love an opportunity to connect with you. This is definitely, like I said, it's just a journey. Any feedback that you can share with me will only help me get better. And I hope that each of you has had a wonderful weekend with your families, with your friends, via virtual social distancing, and just smiled and laughed and enjoyed each other and valued the atmosphere and the air and just taking a moment to just breathe because you deserve it and giving yourself grace during this time. I will definitely be back next week and I look forward to talking to you all. Have an awesome week. Stay well, be fresh, start new, and do something amazing this week.